0: I'm Lisa Collins, and welcome to today's teaching of Real Christianity with your teacher, Mosley Collins. Each week, we try to bring you a study of God's Word that will encourage and equip you to live a life that God can bless, to live a life of real Christianity. And now, I am proud to present your brother in Christ and my husband, Mosley Collins.
1: Thank you, Lisa, and welcome my audience, my dear listeners, to today's edition of Real Christianity. I'm here in the studio with Dr. Donald Partridge. Hello, Don. Hi, Mosley. How are you? Good. And we even have the darling Lisa. Can you say hello, Lisa?
0: Yes. Hello, everybody.
1: And uh, today's kind of a special day because, you know, I've been on the air and and trying to bring the Word of God uh, to you for four years. And this is the first day that you could actually call in and ask a question. So you can call today if you have a question regarding uh, the things we've been talking about, which is how to raise children after divorce, how to have a happy life, a joyful life after divorce, how to be successful in your second marriage. These are all difficult things that Don and I have been talking about. And in fact, today is our 19th program. Is that right, Don? It is the the 19th program, yes. Yeah. And um, so anyway, the phone numbers are 923-KFIA. 923-KFIA, which is 923-5342. If you're out of the area, there's another number, which is 888-923-KFIA. So, uh, and uh, once we're off the air, you can always reach me at that famous number, 444-4444. So, Don, we are talking about how to benefit, how we need to move past just being neutral. I mean, you start off, if you go through a divorce, if you've been betrayed, Mm -hmm. uh, you go through, you don't start, uh, you start at a pretty bad spot, really.
2: You start at a bad spot, and and honestly, it takes recovery from that. Not that you're gonna walk away perfect in your responses, who are, but that we can start working toward a pathway of responses yes that would that it's gonna take some skill and effort on our parts some prayer some real uh, a commitment maybe an accountability group but to start processing out of anger processing out A-F-I of our injury and uh, start work processing out of injury into the life of Christ and the kind of the key verse that we have here Mosley is found in second and found in 1 Peter chapter 3.
1: Why don't, you, why don't you read that first? us, Tom, let me
2: Let me read that.
1: Beginning at verse
2: 10. And it is so exciting, this verse. Yes. Because it starts with something we all want. Mm-hmm. And it says, to him who wants to love life and to see good days. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want to love life and see good days. Yes. It says, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. This is the pathway we're talking about. To refrain tongue from evil and lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Mm -hmm. Let him seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers.
1: But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Right. So that's, that's, that is a perfect uh, scripture. And, you know, uh, during the break, you and I were talking. We, we have aimed this message at those who have been touched by divorce. And that's so widespread. Either their, their own divorce or perhaps, you know, their brothers, their sisters, their moms, or dad, their children's. But this, all these principles are completely applicable if, for example, in the workplace is someone who doesn't like you. It, it is applicable to any place where there is distress and brokenheartedness. Yeah. Or to, you know, a neighbor you can't get along with or yes. anyone, anywhere there's stress, as you say, yeah. and ill will and bad feelings and anger. And, uh, you know, that's not uncommon in today's world. Well, and this is where real Christianity comes alive, because yeah.
2: real Christianity <clears throat> is walking in the skill sets and the strengths that the Scripture gives us that we
1: might live above these things. Right. And that's what God's called us to do. <clears throat> well, you know the Scripture I like uh, is, without a vision, the people perish. So what we're laying out here is a vision for for them, for us, on how we should live our life if we want uh, to love life and to see good days. Boy,
2: isn't that a goal. I, I got to tell you, Mosley, there was a period of about— of about a year um, after my divorce, that uh, I I wasn't seeing good days. Right. I, I don't know if I loved life. I mean, my life was in shambles to say right. the least, and my, and my children's lives were in shambles. And I would call out to God and say, God is it? You know, what's going on? And like we talked about in a in a prior program. This is, this is a journey. This is something to get on the right pathway, to do the right thing, and
1: God will uphold his own. Yeah. And it
2: says here, the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous.
1: The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. Isn't that what we want? That's what we want. And, but, and does it mean
2: that, uh, you know, spectacular things are happening this weekend? But it does mean that we have His favor, and things will do well. Yeah, but
1: you said, but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. You know, sometimes we um, sometimes people do evil on purpose, and sometimes they just make they don't understand what to do. Um, but I remember you telling a story that you were praying one day and you were praying, God, look at me. Look how I'm a righteous man and look how evil my ex is. Look how, look what she's doing now. And you heard God speak to you and he said to you, Don, I'm not impressed with your righteousness. Yes. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That
2: that was a moment, wasn't it? Well, what it was, was I was looking at my righteousness in, in contrast to her evil and I was building a platform of hatred. Yes. I wasn't a building a platform of praise to God for him helping me. Right. I was building a platform of saying, look how bad she is. Yes. And God, I am justified, of course, before you in prayer to list out all her uh, evils <clears throat> and her uh, works that are against you. And, uh, and, I, and, I'm,
1: more, and I'm righteous for that. And yes, and, and you not were, impressed. and he was not impressed. And actually, you probably were telling your children and other people how unrighteous she was.
2: Oh, I w- I was uh, quite quite, <laughs> quite a trumpet <laughs> for uh, <laughs> give give me a platform. All somebody had to do was say, "Don, how you doing?" Well, I'll tell you how I'm doing, and I'll tell you how my ex what
1: my ex wife is doing and what she's doing to my kids. Yeah, it's a. It's uh, a road that leads to, to leads to victimhood and not to to happiness and and strength and joy.
2: And that's what the point was when God said to me personally, "I'm unimpressed with your righteousness," and I realized I had to. I kind of had to start again. Right. I had to re re look at everything, and suddenly maybe I'm not such a hero. Meaning, maybe God's vision of her is not mine yes and and I had and we in a prior program we've been talking about redefining our exes. she was to me a tool of Satan and God is saying but she's not that to me right she may be having some behaviors certainly that are unscriptural and against God but God did not judge her as that as I was judging her
1: well let me ask you this you've lived it both ways you've lived it viewing her as a tool of Satan you have lived it uh, viewing her as one of the most destructive evil things that ever happened to you yes on one hand on On the other hand you've also lived it as someone that you decided to benefit and bless and to be kind to to define as the mother of my
2: children to define as one of the major sources of health to their lives and therefore what's my behavior
1: going to be we have joined uh, with us Sarah from Sacramento hello Sarah hi how are you today
3: good how are you
1: thank you you're our first caller what can we help you with
3: uh, yeah well um, I've been listening to the series and I had a question um, for Dr. Partridge sure um, I have a situation where uh, my ex-husband has a pretty severe drinking problem, and very recently my I have two girls were over at his house, and I got a phone call that I had to come pick them up um, from one of my daughters because uh, he was passed out. And so I've been listening a lot to um, you know, trying to honor the other parent, I'd like to do that. But I have to say in this situation, you know, I'm extremely angry and, uh, you know, obviously I need to talk to uh, my daughters about this, but I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Basically, I have no idea how to handle this.
2: Uh, Sarah, you're saying that you have two children. What are their ages?
3: Uh, Twelve and nine.
2: Twelve and nine, and you're saying the situation was that they were with their dad, alone with him, and the daughters found him uh, inebriated on alcohol.
3: Yes. Well, what had happened is they were at his house. He wasn't um, initially um, drinking, uh, or at least that I had seen when I had dropped them off. But he became inebriated, and he eventually passed out.
2: And so. The- the daughters contacted you? Did they call you? I mean, how did you find out?
3: Yeah. The, my oldest daughter gave me a call, um, and just said, all she said was mom, you have to come pick us up. Yes. And I said, is your dad unable to drive? And she said, yes. And then when I went over there, um, I saw the scene before me and it was, it was, it took everything in me not to just, just completely, you know, go crazy on him because I was extremely angry.
2: And did the daughters recognize that he? it was because of alcohol he was passed out? So it wasn't that they just thought he was asleep and he wasn't waking up? No, no,
3: no, no. He's had an alcohol problem for some time. And, you know, I've been trying to talk to them about, you know, what alcoholism is and it's an illness and to be supportive. um, He attempts to tell them he's always going to get help, um, but he never does. And each time he sees them, um, there's an alcohol situation. So I've had to now pull them back so that they do not have—basically, um, They basically when he sees them now, he has to see them um, at my house or in these very strict boundaries, like take them to the park down the street. Well, that's
2: the first thing, of course, we would say to you, Sarah, is th- this— th- accepting and benefiting a parent is never a license to put a child in in harm's way and okay. so for you first of all you you've got to protect the kids and not have them in a situation where they're ever going to be in in, in that situation again
3: okay so i'm doing the right thing with that because i wasn't sure if that now listening to you if that was the right thing <laughs> he
2: has this gentleman is going to have to earn the right to um to see the children alone, uh, maybe over at his house, and it's going to take some time for you, and you're going to have to work to assess that when that's going to happen. So first of all, good. You must protect your children. But the second thing is, is now you've got all these feelings, and you've got reactions to the kids. How how, how, Quickly, how have your children reacted to their dad?
3: Um, They've been really hurt, angry. I would say there's a lot of pain, and there's a lot of anger, and I don't know um, how to respond to that. I don't know. I mean, I want to say to them they're right, but I don't want them to hate their dad. So I just feel like I'm between a rock and a hard place.
2: Well, first of all, for the daughters to feel angry or hurt is an actually is an, a healthy response. It shows that your children are healthy because it's when the child pulls uh, holes up and they won't talk to you they're not going to express their hurt or anger to you Uh, they're going to keep it bound up inside that's a problem but if they're open to you is that what is that correct they're open crying to crying and and I would say so yeah they're
3: very they're very open and talkative about it Yeah,
2: yeah now so this is fine this is a this is a good reaction what is yours You're right. I think you mentioned that you're trying to communicate that this is an illness uh, that is, is beyond the dad. I would stay with that tone, and that is saying, we're not going to rail on the dad and say, what a creepy guy he is, what a bad man he is, because then you're telling your children they're bad. And here's the principle. When you say the words, your father, what follows is you are saying you are. So if you say to your children, your father is a bad man, you're saying in effect to your children, they are bad people. So let's start there by saying, this is something of an illness with your dad. We're gonna get through this. What we're gonna do is take some times out here with with, with seeing dad for a while, but your dad is a wonderful man. What we're going to do is we're just going to walk through this together.
1: Yeah, and you might add, and we're going to do whatever we can to help him, although it's really not within the power of the children to help him, but putting a positive spin on it rather than Mm -hmm. a negative spin makes you the source of comfort, makes you the source of love, and it will strengthen your relationship with your children at a time when they probably really need you.
2: This is particularly a time, Sarah, when your children need you. You can hold them, love them, be a center of of stability to them of course and let's walk through this with their dad but tell them you want your children
1: to see their father now Sarah we're gonna to have to take a break um, you wanna stay with us you can if you feel like we've answered your question that's fine too we'll be right back
0: I hope you're enjoying today's edition of real Christianity with your host attorney Mosley Collins you can get a free copy of today's message on CD or any of Molsey's other messages by calling our office at 916-444-4444. Now let's get back to today's message.
1: Hi, Sarah. Are you still with us?
3: I am.
0: Good. Yes, Listen,
1: we, you know what? We, Donna and I, our hearts go out to you. We know this is a tough, tough place to be. You're trying to do the right thing. You've been listening to the program, and now you've been throwing this curveball. Tough curveball, right. but God is on His throne still, and God will see you through this. We know Thank that. You. Yeah.
3: Well, and yesterday when I was listening um, to "Definition Defines Behavior," I think that that really um, hit me as well because I'm not sure how I'm beha- if my I, I think my behavior is being defined by the way that I define Him, and that's just to me, you know, He's just a drunk that. I don't want around. <laughs> and
2: yeah. we, and honestly, this is counterintuitive, Sarah, uh, for us to ask you to redefine him. Yes, he has the uh, behavior of a drunk, yet he is the father of your daughters. Right. And if you can communicate to your daughter that you care for this man and you care for your children's relationship with him, that right now. There's going to be some time, time out here, and we're just going to let daddy get better. And then uh, when things are okay, then they have full access again to him. And so it's just a time out for now. So there's no punishment, retribution, hatred, bad words. And I think that's, that will put you on a wonderful path uh, to maintain the health of your children and yourself, Sarah.
1: Yeah, it's a tough time, Sarah. We we all recognize that. I remember when my parents got divorced and my uh, my mom had terrible things to say about my dad and how that hurt me. Now, your daughters have already seen their father passed out. That must be, you'd have to imagine that's a very disturbing sight for, for a young daughter to see. Absolutely. A young daughter wants to believe her dad is strong and will protect her and will help her. Mm-hmm. And here the person who's supposed to protect her, she's having to... Think about was well, he alive? I mean, I remember my mom passed out one time after my dad left, and I'm standing there, and here I am, 12 years old. Mm. I'm the I'm, I'm 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 having to call 911. Um, that's a tough spot because suddenly you're supposed to be a child, and now you're having to deal with this. So we're in fact, Don. Let's pray for Sarah and her children. What are your children's names?
3: Uh, we have Kayla
1: uh-huh.
3: and we have Barbara.
1: Oh, great. Lord, we pray, Don and I, we pray for Sarah and Kayla and Barbara that you would have a special hand of favor and a hand of protection and a hand of grace on these three young, these two young children and their mom, that you would help them in everything they do. And we pray that you would bring healing to the Father and that he would see what he needs to do to be better. Yes. And in the meantime, we just pray that Sarah has the wisdom to raise these girls so they can continue to honor their mother, and their father, because that's what you ask us to do, even though it seems difficult. And we pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
2: And one more comment, Sarah, before we sign off with you. Um, I want you to think about this. It's not the behavior of the parent that determines the health of the child, but but the health of the child is determined based on the response of the child. So if, 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 um, if Kayla and Barbara have a response of bitterness toward their dad, it's going to hurt them. But if they have a response of compassion, of pain, of sorrow, wanting daddy better, you're on the right track. They want to you want to have them as a, resp- a, a response of, of good back
1: and uh, you will raise healthy children. So we hope you guys have enjoyed our program today. We're gonna try and be live every Friday at noon. We welcome your calls, uh, and Don and I will keep on sharing what we believe is God's plan to not only bring joy to you who go through these struggles as an adult, but also to help you raise your children so that when people see your children they won't even know that your children have been through the horrors of divorce because they'll see happy godly stable children that's our goal for you and we will keep bringing this message in jesus name
0: i hope you enjoyed today's edition of real christianity this program is sponsored by the personal injury law offices of attorney mosley collins if you or a loved one have been badly injured, you need wise legal counsel. Attorney Mosley Collins has been helping injured people for over 28 years. He knows how to win your case. You can reach Attorney Mosley Collins and his legal staff by calling our office at 916-444-4444. There is never a charge until he wins your case. So just remember, dial all fours for legal help Now here's a final word from Moseley
1: Thank you Lisa I don't want to end today's program without asking you my listener a very important question Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ I'm not asking you if you go to church I'm not asking you if you call yourself a Christian I'm asking you do you have a daily personal relationship with Jesus Have you ever prayed to receive Christ as your Savior? If you haven't, or if you're not sure, call me at my office, and I will take the time to pray with you, and I will send you a free Bible. If you have any doubt concerning this, I hope you will call me, and we will pray together for you to receive Christ and the gift of eternal life.
0: Thank you for listening. From all of us here at Real Christianity, we pray that God will bless you and keep you, and that you will live in the love of Jesus.
1: If you're pregnant and considering abortion, I have important news. I'm attorney Mosley Collins. Perhaps you know my phone number, 444 In the past, I've spoken about personal injury accidents, but today I want to help you if you are pregnant and considering abortion. I know that's a scary spot to be in, so we've created a new organization called SaveYourBaby.org if you call us, we have resources, medical care, housing, and more to help you save your baby. And it's all free. Many people now believe abortion is a bad choice. Even the woman who brought the original lawsuit legalizing abortion now believes she made a terrible mistake. I don't want you to make a terrible mistake. So I hope you call me at 444 We will help you without charge. But in the end... It's up to you because only you can save your baby.